most people would agree that they want to live a life that's happy and that they feel like they live a satisfied life. However, that really does vary from person to person on what that looks like. So I want to spend today's session and talk just breaking down what that looks like and what are things maybe one might be able to add to their life to increase their overall life satisfaction and the happiness that they feel or achieve. I first want to say that this topic is so vast and there's so much that goes into it that I really could talk on it forever. So there's going to be some things maybe that I'll leave out, but I'm going to try and cover as much as I can. But there really is so much and there's more to explore that I may do in a future episode or maybe do some research on your own. So happiness and life satisfaction are two terms that often are used interchangeably and there is a lot of similarities and in today's talk I may use them a little bit interchangeably but I do want to talk about some of the key differences. Happiness typically refers to a positive feeling that one experiences both in the short term as well maybe in the long term and how they feel about their life and just their approach to each and every day. Life satisfaction is a little bit broader and it's usually an evaluation of our life including our feeling of overall sense of purpose and fulfillment that one might feel in their day-to-day and also just how they view their, their life and the world around them. So I've already kind of said this, but happiness is so subjective. So what may make me happy may be different than what makes you happy. Um, There are some commonalities that I'm going to kind of break apart, but that is something to consider because everyone's journey to happiness is different and their goal to what that happiness might look like is different too. So it does require some effort and determination to get there. But just with any goal that I've talked about in the past, it's so important to know what that goal might look like. You need to start defining what happiness looks like. And it's going to change throughout your life and as you start to kind of grow and change. But in order for us to reach a goal, we need to kind of know what direction we're trying to head in to get there. So with some of the other things I've talked about in the past, depression, anxiety, and mental health issues are really on the rise. And that impacts our feelings of happiness and life satisfaction. Depression has increased um, rates of like diagnosed depression from 4.7% to 8.2% in the last 15 years. And overall, adults, 42% of adults say that they have some kind of depression or anxiety feelings. And that's up quite a bit in just the last couple of years as well. So those are things to consider. And if you have severe anxiety or depression, just like I've said in the past, it might be a good idea to work with a trained professional, a mental health counselor, in order to work through some of those things because that's really going to hinder your overall life satisfaction if you have severe anxiety or depression in your life. So here are some of the descriptions of happiness and how to kind of start achieving it. So like I said, you need to have a plan, but one of the biggest studies on happiness, they were both done by Harvard and they studied young men from about the ages of 18 to 20 throughout their lifetime and just followed them throughout their lifetime. The two studies were called the Grant Study and the Gluick Study, um, both very well-known research studies that that they did that they followed throughout their lifetime. One of the most famous participants in the study was actually JFK, and they just followed them throughout their life, looking at happiness, relationship, um, 
issues, relationship satisfaction, and what kind of led to happiness or a satisfied life. So the biggest thing, and I really am going to talk a lot about this, and I'm going to point it out, is good, healthy, secure relationship are key. They are key to living a happy and satisfied life. You you basically have to have this in order to feel like you have any kind of satisfaction and to feel good about yourself, to feel like you have a purpose, and to feel good about the world around you. And that that can include romantic partners, that can include friends, that can include family, but they just contribute so much to overall health and happiness in one's life. Those that um, have a romantic partner are more likely to find life satisfaction and enjoyment in their life. They live longer typically, and they usually have fewer health problems just because Again, they have a reason to get out of bed every morning. They have someone to kind of share their life with. And the the study also showed that those that are in longer lasting relationships, they said 30 plus years of committed, secure, healthy relationship, those are some of the people that have the highest rates of life satisfaction and happiness in our country, in at least America, in our country here right now. So those are things to kind of point out. And they also have higher rates, those with healthy relationships in general, including friendships. They have higher levels of self-esteem and just how they view themselves. They're usually more well-known. They have people that can pour into them and that can go both ways and that they can pour into. And they really talked about the quality of relationships is way more important than, than the quantity or the number of relationships ones have. And there's so many quotes about that. I mean, like people say you should only be able to count like your best friends on one hand, things of that nature. And there's actually a little bit of truth to that because if you have too many friends or too many relationships you're trying to pour into, it's going to like wear on you and you're not going to be as close to some of those people. And really, you know, I've always kind of said, if you try to be close to everyone, you end up going to be close to no one. So it's kind of important to kind of just realizing how you can have some really good quality friendships and relationships. So it's so important to have that, especially as you get older, you know, as you continue to age, that you have people that you can be close to and that can help you go through the different transitions and seasons of life. And having people in your life that you can trust, that, you know, can support you through different things and be there when you really need them most. Because part of life, there is going to be trials. There is going to be, you know, some struggles that you go through. And it's important to have those people that you can trust on in that. Also, speaking of relationships and romantic relationships, divorce does play a negative role on our happiness. Specifically, it hits typically women harder. It the, the research shows, and that's just because maybe they put more worth in their relationships and their romantic relationships. So it's something to kind of consider, and especially me being a mental health counselor, I think it's so beneficial to try and work out your differences when possible and go seek marriage counseling because the end goal really does affect your happiness in a real positive way if you can make that work. Being happy also means living with meaningfulness, mindfulness and purpose so those are some things really to continue to have meaningfulness as i've talked about in the past means living in the moment and not dwelling on the past trying to like worry about things that we cannot change or future anxieties living in the moment as much as possible has been shown to have higher rates of happiness and life satisfaction and also those that find meaning or purpose 
it does differ from person to person, so I can't tell you what's gonna give you meaning or purpose, but it does give you a sense of direction in your life, and it typically increases life satisfaction, and that can be your job, it can be your relationship, it can be someone you're mentoring, kids. There's a lot of different things that it can be, a volunteering opportunity or a mission you're really um, passionate about. However, there is some evidence that suggests if you're more passionate about your job, if you find purpose and meaning in it, especially because we spend 40 plus hours a week doing it, you may have higher rates of happiness just because it takes up so much of your time. So that's gonna differ again from person to person, but if you have a reason to get out of bed when your alarm clock goes off at six in the morning on a Monday and you're looking forward to going to work that day because if you feel like it brings value to you and the world around you, maybe you're more likely to find happiness in your life. But I also encourage clients or individuals to find purpose outside of their job too because we can't put all of our eggs in one basket because you will retire or get fired one day and if all your purpose was in that job you know it's really going to wreck you pretty hard and something else that's really important with happiness is knowing who you are and being confident in that and that's something i've talked about so much it's such a gift to know yourself and to have people that accept you and love you for who you are it helps you feel more confident in those relationships and just your ability to handle different things in your life and that's going to change over your life so it's it's a journey you are going to be different today than you were five years ago and also you're going to be different in five years than you are today hopefully because you should be growing and changing but it's something that you should continue to strive to know more about yourself. And uh, a psychologist, Carl Jung said, the world will ask you who you are. And if you don't know who you are, the world will tell you. And I think that's just so powerful because we need to be confident in who we are and continue to try and figure out who we are and who we want to be. If not, that can really wreck us and bring us down in a really negative way. Um, those that have higher levels of happiness just like I'm kind of saying they have higher levels of self-concept self-esteem self-awareness they know their weaknesses they know their strengths and they know how to use their strengths but they also know when they need to work on their weaknesses or when they just don't strive in certain ways that's a gift and that's knowing yourself and again I'm gonna go back to saying working with a mental health counselor can help in some of those areas to know yourself and have higher levels of self-concept and self-esteem and again goes back to relationships if you have friends that you can be honest with if you have a romantic partner that you can be open and that you trust you're gonna feel better about yourself because it's such a gift for someone to know all your faults, all the things you've done wrong, all your weaknesses, and love you anyways, whether that's a romantic partner or just a friendship, that's just such a gift because that's what true love and a true relationship really is. The society and culture we live in also plays a factor in happiness. You know, the location maybe we were raised. If we were raised in a place where there's maybe a lot of war or poverty, are we really struggle just maybe if we're going to have our next meal? That makes it hard for us to feel like we can be happy because our stress level might be, you know, so high all the time. Also, certain cultures, you know, encourage certain activities that may bring happiness or just life satisfaction. Maybe certain cultures or just different families really valued relationships and you know that can really contribute as i've talked about to happiness um people that are typically are more resilient 
and can work through life's difficulties because it doesn't matter who we are. We will have difficulties that we go through in our life or things that really maybe will get us down or that will struggle. Maybe we lose our job. Maybe we lose our spouse. Maybe we get a divorce, some things like that. But the more resilient we can be, the better chance we are to rebound and to find a satisfaction and find happiness in our life. And that can be just some of the things we, we've learned or we've taught ourselves. It can be ways we cope. It can be the friendships and relationships we have around us that can help us get through things or even at times reaching out to a mental health counselor to help, you know, just to get that extra help. And maybe if you're more likely to reach out to a counselor before things get to rock bottom, you're more likely to rebound quickly. So also with relationships, the people we surround ourselves with, if we surround ourselves with people that are positive and more optimistic, it can increase our resilience. It can increase our own outlook. You know, if, you know, again, it goes back to just quotes that have been said, but we become a combination of the five people we spend the most time with, you know, or we're, you know, we're most like our five closest friends, different quotes or sayings like that. And they're so true. If you have people that complain a lot or, you know, only look at the negative, we're more likely to kind of do the same thing. So, the way we kind of surround ourselves with different people can be a big thing as well. Going back to culture, there has been some studies that those that are more spiritual have more purpose in their life. They're living for something bigger than themselves. So that can bring them life satisfaction. And the, the studies and the research, and I'll put some of these in the show notes, they're not just about one religion either. So I'm not trying to harp on just one religion just different people that have a spiritual belief or background. I think one of the big ones I looked in was a Muslim community. They felt like they had more life satisfaction and purpose and meaning and a reason to get out of bed because they were living for something more than for themselves, which is regardless of it, if it's a religion or not, it's so important to find a reason to live for more than just yourself and to get out of bed for a bigger purpose. And something else I talk about so much because it's so important Practicing gratitudes can increase overall happiness, resilience in life, and just our outlook. And it's so important and it's so easy to do. Just taking time to reflect on something you're grateful for every day or multiple times a week is so good for your overall mental health. So I encourage you to do that and it can increase your happiness. Um, Also, there was a lot of research done in the language that we use about ourselves also indicates if we're happy and how we view ourselves if we make a mistake and we beat ourselves up or we're say or we talk about how much of a a crummy person we are how we're a failure we start to believe those things and the way we view ourselves is going to be an indication of how we view the world around us and how we view ourselves so i going back to the gratitudes i also like to practice affirmations writing down something you're good at and if you're not you know, that's something that you struggle with. What's something you're working at? So maybe, you know, you're not the best listener in a relationship, but you're working towards that. Maybe you don't have a purpose right now, but you're working towards that and you're striving to do that. Or maybe you're working with a therapist. That's an affirmation you can give yourself that you're putting in the time and the effort to continue to grow. So having a growth mindset is so important for good mental health and for happiness. Trying to realize... I may not be where I'm at, where I want to be right now, but in five years I want to be, or at the end of the year I want to be, whether that's anything related to happiness or mental health. Because the more we continue to develop and the more we realize that life is a journey, 
the more we are also willing to usually find happiness or life satisfaction in our life. Happiness and physical health go hand in hand. And I've talked about this before on this channel, so that may not be a surprise. But those that are happier typically have less health problems, less rates of cancer, less heart problems, less stroke, um, just a lot of the comorbidity kind of diseases and things like that. Also, though, those that have higher rates of physical health, those that exercise, those that take care of, they go to the gym, they eat healthy, those people actually typically are healthier, I mean, happier as well. So they're healthier and happier. I mean, exercise has been, li been linked to like fighting off depression and anxiety for so long, so that's really no surprise. But that's something to consider to adding to your life if you want to be happy is to be sure that you exercise. So that's so important. And last, this is a good piece too, money has been shown to buy happiness up to a certain point i want to say because if you're worried about putting food on the table paying rent that's a stressor and it's hard to be happy or live a satisfied life if you can hardly survive so money has been shown to kind of make it easier in some of those ways up to a certain point i think right now in america the research i read is about 75 grand anything above that really just you know varies from person to person so there's no real evidence that making more money you know it's not a bad thing but it's not going to usually make you happier however there is some indication that it can lower stress you know if you you're on the go like maybe you have work and then you have kids baseball practice and you have a lot to do if you can maybe DoorDash food or pick up food on the way because you have the financial means your stress may not be as high than being like oh no I have to find a way to fix dinner as well tonight so that's something else to consider when thinking about happiness and money um, so I want to just kind of wrap up by talking about some different con just the conclusions of this the first thing, relationships are so important. You have to value those. You have to prioritize relationships with your significant other if you have one. Friendships and really pouring into those and getting to know more about them and yourself. It increases meaning, life satisfaction, happiness, and resilience overall, which are so linked together. Also, gratitude, mindfulness, and purpose so important you have to have a reason to get out of bed each and every day whether that's a job or something else that you look forward to and also physical health is key as well it, it goes hand in hand with mental health but if you're feeling down if you're feeling depressed or anxious the more you exercise rates of happiness rates of life satisfaction go up so those are some things to start considering trying to practice some of those things, practicing the gratitudes, trying to be physically active, and really valuing those relationships. I hope you were able to learn a thing or two today about your own life, trying to strive to be happy, be more satisfied in your life, and find purpose. Um, and really, you know, comment below what you are going to do to apply some of these things in the next couple of days or the next week to try and live a happier life, a more satisfied life and overall, a healthy and meaningful life.